0: This is the Housemaid Podcast. We're your hosts, John Vieira and Nick Bobbin. We're here to cover your questions about home bartending. So let's get into it. What's up, guys? We're back again with another episode of the Housemaid Podcast. Today, we have some gifts for ourselves. Not so much for you, but we have information regarding <laughs> these gifts that we were given. Uh, our good friend, uh, Patrick Castle, who he lives in California, but um, so he gave us these spirits to try. And it's from this distillery that's kind of nearby where he's at called Blinking Owl.
1: Yeah, it uh, boasts that it was the first micro distillery or actually the first distillery at all in in Orange County. Yeah. They're from Santa Ana, Santa California. Anna, yeah. That's where they're at. Um, so Patrick sent us a vodka and a old Tom style gin that these guys are producing.
0: Yeah. They make kind of a lot of stuff too, though. I was looking at the list and they have, they have a vodka and then they have their orange flavored vodka, which orange County, I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, they've got a couple different things as far as gin. I think this, uh, particular, Uh, old Tom style that we have right now, it's the barrel vacationed one. So it's a limited edition. Oh. Um, So I don't know how limited that is, but um, I'm pretty curious. Barrel (laughs) vacation. Yeah, I'm pretty curious to taste that. Uh, They also make several types of whiskey. And then most interestingly... To me, is uh, they make Aquavit, which we'll elaborate more on that uh, in another episode for you guys. Yeah,
1: but that that's actually really cool, because I don't know a whole bunch of distilleries in the States that are making an Aquavit.
0: Yeah, there's hardly any. I mean, what was the... What was the brand that we carried at Craft for a while? It was like it's called
1: like Lin or Lion, L- Lice.
0: It had like a Y in it. Something. Oh, okay. I want a Y.
1: I want a, um, a Y. And
0: I don't know where that's out of, but
1: I don't either. Well, so for those of you guys that don't know what Aquavie is, it's actually a Scandinavian style um, spirit, and it's made primarily with uh, Callaway and dill. So it's almost like a gin, but for Viking countries, Nordic, Nordic. <laughs> So the caraway
0: seeds are what are those like akin to? I remember we we looked it up.
1: Um so they called it a couple different things. It almost looks like cumin before cumin's ground up, but it actually has like a peppery, kind of spicy and a little bit of anise flavor. So it's uh I, I think of it always in like Mediterranean food, is where I, I've always had that in, mm. or like Persian style dishes and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, so, it's yeah, really good.
0: We will definitely be checking out some aqua yeah. uh, on the next episode because it's not something I know a lot about and I'd like to learn a little bit more as well. Uh, as far as blinking owl goes, um, I did just briefly kind of look up some of their history uh, just to kind of see where it came from. Looks like uh, CEO Brian Christensen uh, was pretty intrigued by stories of his great grandfather. Um, I guess he used to be a bootlegger or something like that. Yep. So, kind of in the family and kind of holds some interest for him. Uh, this guy, Brian, uh, has a whole bunch of experience in marketing and branding. So, I guess he just kind of got the notion one day that he wanted to take the leap and open this distillery. Totally. Uh, so, just kind of jumped in. And I think his wife and a whole bunch of other people are kind of helping along the way as well but he's kind of like the vision behind it um i'm really curious to taste this stuff i want to see what we got here the old tom is the barrel vacationed limited release gin it's 48 alcohol by volume and they say that it's vacationed for approximately three months hmm. just enough to give it a little tan they say
1: yeah um, oh it's c- crazy how dark it is for three months yeah
0: yeah we were looking at that it's like the same color
1: as as whiskeys. Yeah. Yeah. As the two to four year old whiskeys. <laughs> so um, let's. I see. actually thought it was whiskey when I first opened the box. Yeah. I was like, huh, what is this? I knew this? that they
0: made whiskey, so I wasn't I wasn't sure what Pat was going to um, give to us. But I'd like to try all their stuff, but I wasn't going to have them send like <laughs> every, one of everything. That would just be kind of <laughs> ridiculous. So um, cool. Let's, let's taste it. Let's okay, see what yeah. we got.
1: So I got the vodka here. Nose. It actually has a little sweetness to it.
0: Yeah, so the vodka, it's 42.5% ABV. Oh. It's distilled from uh, organic wheat grown in California, and hmm. they have a unique twist uh, by adding malted barley to the mash. They say huh. it adds kind of a hint of sweet vanilla and caramel.
1: Yeah. It looks pretty oily, like, as far as, like, how it sticks to your glass and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty thick. It's from yeah. Discus.
0: It would have been cool to uh, pit this against some of the other vodkas when we did the blind test uh, taste test.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's
0: really not that bad. It's actually pretty good. I like how that's how we like preface vodka when we taste it. It's like, ah, it's not that bad. It's never like...
1: <laughs> it's got... well, yeah. I Definitely, I think in our lineup, it would have scored fairly well. Yeah? Yeah, did you taste it yet? No, I haven't. No, it's right there. Oh, I thought we were sharing... Oh, okay. I didn't see it. <laughs> I, mean, I thought we were sharing
0: one, so I was waiting
1: for you to pass oh, it yeah. to me. No, I, I made you your own. You can taste kind of that. It is kind of sweet, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. It's got... It almost has it. I mean, dare I say it? Kind of taste the barley. I don't know. Was it a suggestion that like now it's stuck in my brain? Potentially,
0: that's marketing.
1: <laughs> that's marketing. But like, it's pretty good though. Honestly. Yeah. No, I, I could get behind it.
0: It definitely would be killer for those of you that like to do like vodka sodas, right? Oh yeah. Uh, just because it has a little bit of that sweetness that it's bringing to the table. Because, I mean, the club isn't going to do much for it unless mm-hmm. you're using, like, LaCroix or something that maybe right. has a subtle Essence. hint of flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone shouted strawberry from the next room. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
1: it's actually pretty good.
0: Uh, yeah, I could see this that. being good in, like, a lemon drop style
1: cocktail as well. Oh, absolutely. Nice viscosity to it. Uh huh. I do like that it's a little bit higher proof, too, than yep. than normal. I'd be curious to try that orange-flavored one, too. I, I didn't know. read much
0: about it since we don't
1: have it but right right yeah so no use getting your hopes up on (laughs) something Well,
0: yeah i just uh it it was kind of cool to see that they as a distillery that they make all this different stuff Mm because it's more common to see somebody kind of just like really driving one thing
1: right well it's interesting too because a lot of those micro distilleries that produce whiskey that's very much like a a long term goal for them, they all have to start with the gin and the vodka because you gotta turn over and start making money right okay. so like everybody makes well, they probably all start with vodka and they use the vodka to make the gin they have two products, and while they're turning those products over, they can wait for the whiskey to age two to four years or however long they're doing it sometimes more. I don't know, yeah, I can imagine like
0: putting all that money into a distillery to make whiskey and then once you've dude, that's done the crazy it.
1: part. You just have to wait. You're like, right. yeah, we, we don't even have anything to sell yet. <laughs> you're like, I spent millions of dollars making the distillery to make whiskey. You're like, look at my warehouse full of whiskey. And they're like, cool, let's sell it. And you're like, well, we'll we get to it in like four years. And then hopefully people like it. Right. Hopefully you didn't mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cleanse my palate with some coffee real quick here yep, in the yep. And then switch the over the gin. Does it say, did they say what like the main botanicals were for the gin? <laughs> uh obviously it's probably juniper let me me
0: look real quick because uh the listing that i looked was for the old tom one specifically Mm. uh and i don't know if it's like a derivative of their regular gin offering since this one's limited
1: wow 48 percent abv on their gin okay yeah anyway so the vodka yeah i would definitely um i do i do like it and uh i know for you guys in idaho it'll be really hard probably to obtain this i did see that they had a potential shipping option on their website for out-of-state shipping i actually didn't look at what the prices were on these either uh but yeah no it's
0: yeah i'm not sure if you're
1: if you're a vodka aficionado i I would definitely try it yeah it's it's really good uh i didn't see any
0: prices listed on the website but i wasn't under the like the shipping shipping area so uh, let's see here. It doesn't seem to say, but on their normal gin, which I don't know if that's similar at all. It's a neutral grain spirit using uh, California wheat. It's probably very similar to their.
1: So they probably vodka. start with their vodka,
0: yeah. Touch of yep, it says touch of malted barley. Uh, it says a total of thirteen botanicals. That's for their regular one. I don't know if the Old Tom has that many. Um, Fourteen botanicals. Thirteen.
1: Thirteen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: uh once again, this is just their regular yeah, uh, gin. I'm smoke. not sure how similar this is, but it says flavors are juniper, hibiscus, um definitely some hedge citrus. Which hibiscus is the flower of Santa Anna.
1: Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah.
0: Uh lemon peel, orange peel, and sage. Yep. Sage is cool.
1: I don't I don't really pick up sage on yeah, this nose. like I said, I'm not sure be different if this for is for the Old Tom. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if it's the same
0: product or not but let's let's taste it let's
1: see what we got uh fun note on their website they have a blinking owl spirits sample kit and it looks like you get a mini of all of their stuff one two three four five six things for 30 bucks so you get the vodka the orange vodka the regular gin the aquavit one of their bourbons and the rye that's cool how many different bourbons they have I thought they had two when I looked originally. I kind of skipped past the whiskey because we didn't have any of it, so. Yeah. On um, their on their regular lineup, that's what they, it looks like. They got vodka, orange vodka, gin, this barrel-aged gin, two different Aquavits apparently, two different bourbons, and a rye. This uh, this old Tom is really interesting. Did you taste it already? No, I didn't. Uh, I just, you get, get the juniper on the nose, you get a lot of citrus. Mm-hmm. It's Lada. really, it's really sweet. Who oh, is it? Or
0: at least, it tastes sweet after drinking coffee. Mm. Yeah, it is.
1: Got like a lot of citrus on the on the front of it, and then towards the back, it's got got that hibiscus to mm-hmm. it that like flowery yeah. taste yeah yeah it's flower very, sweetness it's yeah. very
0: floral it almost tastes like you made a cocktail that you put a little bit of that like creme de violette in yeah it's just kind of like
1: it coats your mouth too like yeah. the top of my palate's thick, <laughs> <laughs> so, thick, with two C's. thick.
0: <laughs> so one thing that i thought this might be really cool for is uh, a gimlet because, Ooh, you know, like a yeah. traditional gimlet was made with, like, that crappy roses sweetened lime juice. And it was basically just, like, gin and that. And it was terrible. Right. Well, this gin being so sweet, you could really, really dial back the amount of simple syrup that you'd use and use, like, fresh lime juice. And you could probably make a pretty slim and gimlet with this stuff. That would be. But Old Tom is kind of that way. It's kind of like a niche thing and you could really use it in place of like a london dry in most cocktails yeah. and you're either going to like it more or less True. i think i think you either like prefer london dry or you prefer old tom
1: yeah man that that's really good i really did i i i'm very into that uh, old tom barrel vacation good job blinking l um i did find pricing on here for people that don't live in california I don't know if it's different in California. So their vodka is $36. Um, Let's see. And then their Old Tom Barrel Vacation Gin is $50.
0: $50, okay.
1: And I don't know if that includes shipping or not, but...
0: I'm trying to remember. I've seen some other... Uh, barrel aged gin products. They weren't necessarily like an Old Tom, but I'm curious what the price was because I think they are typically a little bit more.
1: They are. Well, usually anything aged is more because you're talking about like a lot of time going into it. And micro distilleries. I mean, just think about we we run into this same problem uh, with packaging. Most of the costs (laughs) wound up in the packaging (laughs) because you can't buy big enough quantities to make the packaging like affordable um although they're really nice they're sexy packages they got like a hourglass shape to the bottle and a really cool like wood and cork cap to it yeah it's got a nice um what do they call like the
0: little bulb on the neck of the bottle i'm oh. sure that it has a specific name it Man. has a yeah has a very nice uh shape to it to grab and to pour from almost kind of similar to like a like a lagavulin scotch bottle
1: yeah oh yeah absolutely. and i like
0: the little hourglass kind of dip oh. on the sides did you even
1: notice this uh-oh. They got the owl stamped in the bo- base of the bottle. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I
0: like. Uh, I like. I like their packaging quite a bit. I think. I guess it depends. Well, on I mean, his
1: main job. What was it, Brian? Uh, yeah, Brian Christiansen. I mean, his main job was marketing for most right. of his life. Yeah. So, so it makes, like, it, makes figure.
0: it makes sense. It makes sense. The biggest thing that that catches me, not to say it's it's bad. I I like the way it looks, but I like less color going on. Uh, As you look through their product line, they have a really nice kind of definitive color palette for each product, which a lot of people would really, really enjoy for me, especially because the bottles are exactly the same. I think it would look really, really awesome if the packaging was almost identical. And then there was like, just subtle Slight differences cuz that's something you could line up on your liquor shelf at home. Oh yeah. And it would just look sexy cuz they'd just kind of all be the same, right? Mm-hmm. Uh that being said, I do like the choice of colors. Uh if you guys look at their website, they're they're using colors that are a little bit more uh they're muted like that. and fun.
1: Yeah, it's almost looks they got a really uh mid-century modern type look. Yeah, yeah, it's going. Just, it's with kind like of those different royal than, blues and like gold and
0: yeah, they have like a like an aqua blue on this gin bottle. They've got like a nice uh, lemon yellow on the on the vodka. So it depends on what you're into. It's just something that I guess when you buy enough liquor, you start to look at that kind of stuff and you're right. just like, hmm.
1: Okay, so old Tom Gin, Tom Collins. Is that what you're saying to make with it?
0: Well, yeah. Um, so we talked about uh Gimlet. Uh-huh. Which would be awesome. Tom Collins is technically supposed to be made with Old Tom gin. Hmm. A lot of times, it's not.
1: Yeah, and so that's it's a gin, lemon juice, simple syrup, and soda water, right?
0: Yeah, and because of the sweetness of this particular gin, you I would be way less. I would simple. approach that yeah. simple very lightly. But uh, this is
1: though this Old Tom in particular has such a citrusy flavor. Man, I think it would go super. Oh, good, I'm right. sure
0: it would be delicious. We we probably should have tried some of this before we did the episode because then we could
1: actually speak to it. But just off the top of my head, um, yeah, we literally opened these bottles and started recording. We we just we got the package from Patrick, opened it up, and we're like, all right, let's do this. We're doing it. Uh, So a couple of the cocktails though that might be really
0: awesome for people to try uh, would be like a bees knees, right? So bees knees is not typically made with Old Tom, however when you started craft and you created that version of the bee's knees, it always had lavender bitters and it always
1: had old Tom gin. Yep. Yeah. It just plays so well. Well, especially because it's a floral and then this is like even more floral. I think that would be great as well. It would be amazing.
0: Imagine the lavender in there with it. Oh yeah. So, you know, typically a bee's knees cocktail is lemon, honey, and gin. Uh It's like the gin version of a gold rush, right? Yeah.
1: And it's usually served up, isn't it?
0: I think so. I think, I think traditionally it's just kind of served up, but, you know, craft's always done it a little bit different, and our guests really, really like it. Oh, yeah. It's got, uh, like, so, a weird <laughs> cult following. To yeah, it now, so yeah. much, in fact, that they go to other places, and they're like, hey, how come there's no lavender in this? And they're like... Because um, <laughs> it doesn't actually it, get lavender? Yeah, because that's not a real thing. <laughs> so, yeah, Tom Collins, great summertime drink, by the way. Tom Collins, Bee's Knees, which is kind of like a Tom Collins, but mm-hmm. a little bit spruced up. Um, and then what about, like, a martini, right?
1: Oh, dude, martini would be great. Or even, like, maybe even, like, a Martinez. Yeah? I could see that, too. So,
0: Martinez, when you start looking for recipes for this, it's all over the place. What right. We, what we always see is some kind of bitters, whether mm-hmm. it be Ango or orange.
1: Yep. I Sweet. think, in this case, orange would be good. Oh, yeah.
0: Sweet vermouth, and I think Old Tom Gin is... Kind of the best. But uh, what I have seen on some other recipes is very commonly the inclusion of uh, something like Luxardo, like a maraschino liqueur. Um, I think
1: think that's traditional. I think it's sweet vermouth, Luxardo, and orange bitters with Geneva. I think that's what a – Could be. I don't know. The, like I said, if you, if you Google recipes... They're everywhere. They're all over the place.
0: Not to say that one's better than the other, but it's like that whole cocktail history thing that you get into <sighs> where like,
1: does anyone actually know? <laughs> it's all hearsay. I all mean, the stories are passed across the bar when everybody's a little bit tuned up. Right. So like how much like detail actually translates and One, how much is just made up. I
0: mean, think about branding and packaging oh, back yeah. then too. Like you're talking about what, early, mid 1800s. So it's like... Nobody even knew what they had. It was just like, yeah, we, we got this. It's gin, I think. And they'd make drinks with it. So, everyone was like, okay.
1: They're like, yeah, sure.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Martinez. Uh, really, really good drink if you've never had one. It's kind of in between like a Manhattan and a martini. Right. Um, if you didn't listen to our previous episode that we did, trying to explore the history of this, by the way, go back and listen to that. I don't know what episode number it is, but. I learned a lot. It was really yeah. cool. It's probably
1: labeled, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I just don't know. Uh, and then, so not just a Martinez, but what about like a classic martini? Mm. Because when I make like that kind of 50-50 martini that we really yep. like, it's equal parts dry vermouth and lilet blanc.
1: Okay. Okay. And, and
0: the lilet brings some of that citrusy, some of that like a little extra sweetness to yep. it. So we'd have to try it with this, because I don't know if that would be over the top. but
1: Yeah, this is so sweet. You might you might drop the Lillet out of you might it curb and just it, go all dry. But the, yeah, at that point, then you're just making a regular
0: martini. True. You do a little lemon twist on it, and mm-hmm. maybe it's just amazing. So it's something to try. If you guys are fans of gin, definitely check out some Old Tom style gins. And if you're a fan of Old Tom, definitely check out the Blinking Owl, because yep. uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, they do all right. Another product here locally, though, that we use
1: a lot is Ransom. Well, it's like pseudo local. It's from Oregon.
0: Well, I just mean it's available. Oh, yeah. It's available in the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as Idaho.
1: And I think there's a couple other ones that have started to hit the market now, too. Uh, Well, here's the thing. It's such an underperforming category that, like, the state will bring some in and then close them out and then bring them in and close them out. And so it's always changing. But Ransom's been around we did a whole episode on that one too, didn't we? Yeah,
0: what was included with our gin exploration. Gotcha. So we were talking about how Dave Wondrich had his hand in the creation of, of that yep, spirit. Yep. Um but it's a really good, you know, product if you if you guys want something on your back bar Dude, at right. home. You know, just something that's available here in the state at least. There may be other things. Uh, but yeah, I mean so basically do your homework. If your gin drinkers take any cocktail that you would normally put gin in. And try.
1: With some old Tom. Try it with some
0: old Tom. Oh, yeah. And see, you might have to adjust a little bit, the recipe, but.
1: And if you're super curious about this uh, distillery now, like I am, I would recommend to go on their website and buy their little uh, sample kit. I think I'm going to try and order a bottle of Aquavit. Yeah, I kind of want to taste that.
0: Which brings us to the point that this next episode, we're going to talk exclusively. About Aquavit. About Aquavit, where it comes from, why it is what it is why nobody knows what the hell it is <laughs> and what you should use to make it. Right. Or to make cocktails with it, I should say.
1: Well, and I also want to talk about actually making it because you could make it too. That's true. Same with some gin. I kind of want to touch on that on the next episode, That's making true. your own spirits. We briefly
0: talked about it with spiced rum.
1: Yep. But we're going to get right back into it. All
0: right. Well, let's uh, let's get out there and
1: explore. And thanks once again to
0: uh, Patrick for sending us that stuff To check out, we'll try to get Patrick on a phone call one of these days for an
1: episode and uh, see what he's been up to. That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers.